And now, Jalen and Jacoby. Where the fuck is Trump? Head to dead. Gotta give us what we want. Uh, gotta give us what we need. Worry about my posse getting jumped. Cause if we ever do, yo TV pop the trunk. Cause we make a pop the trunk and hit the switch. Now act stupid, I'll pop the trunk. <laughs> give me a He is Jalen Rose. What up, Dal? I'm David Jacoby. And on the cool check-in. Center stage on the mic. And we're putting it on wax. It's the new style. We're Jalen Jacoby. What do we do? We give the people what they want. Big shout to Reg the Ledge. I want to start right there. I just don't. I'm like, in a good mood today. You know what? I don't like. I'm in a good mood today. I don't like nicknames. Reg, just my two cents, and you know I'm your brother. Yep. I just don't like nicknames that are abbreviations. Okay. It, it rhymes, but you call yourself Jay all the time. That's an abbreviation and a nickname. Back on you. You got nothing to say. <laughs> Legend is a word. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Legend is a word. We should just call him Regend. Jay ain't my name. I'm going to call him Regend. I don't need a nickname because my name is a common name. So, very special day today here in the Jalen Jacoby studio. We have our second Brooklyn night of the week coming through. I would have dropped at least 15 for the FIBA squad. Known as Joe Proctor from Power. Turtle from Entourage. Jerry's here? Jerry is in the building. Yo, we got to get him to be a part of the live. Jerry is in the building. We got to get Zuriel to bring him in. He'll be joining us later on in the show. Shout out to Kayla. They're having some technical issues in L.A., I've heard. Oh, a couple of tape. Yeah, there are some technical issues. Gotcha. Some server problems. Gotcha. We have Jerry Ferrer in the building. Um, we obviously have to address the allegations in the civil suit against Antonio Brown. We'll be talking about Team USA losing. So. To Evan Fournier in so, France. So. So. We have a bust in the studio. Mm-hmm. Of one of the greatest lyricists that delivers bars. Constantly for almost two decades. Push the button, Reg. Aha! <laughs> What's his name? J-A-D-A. Moi. He once did a record called Why. Mm-hmm. And during that song, he asked a really important question that I was asking asking again today after USA lost after 58 straight wins. Why Team USA keep getting blown out? I don't know. I have an American ego and feel... All we got to do is show up and have NBA players, and we going to win it. Don't work like that. Well, France showed up. They had NBA players, and they won it. Don't work like that. And for me, you know what? I understand losing to France, but it was the overtime against Turkey. Yeah. yeah. It was like Jetty Osmond. Yeah. Like Jetty? Jetty Osmond? Shot like Special Ish. Shot him with the shot he did. I jetted in the jet. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised by this win. We're going to get to that. Kevin Durant had some really interesting things to say to the Wall Street Journal, and he was also Reaper. in the comments. More? He's in the comments. I'm starting to go the other way with this. So I like him in I, the comments. I, I'm glad you brought this up, and I'm glad we on IG. I am not here to throw shade at anybody. I'm just talking but, about my personal. But, I'm just talking about my personal preference and behavior. Mm-hmm. I've been on IG since January of 2019. You didn't didn't even want to join. Yeah, that was this year. No, last year. No, 2018. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been on IG since January of 2018. No shade at nobody, but this is just my habit. Whenever you say that, you're about to throw shade at somebody. I have never, I hate to say never, I do like the Kawhi thing. 99% of the time. You like that? You like that? <laughs> what it do, baby? What it do, baby? I almost never do a post and then be in all in my own comments. No, a lot of people do do that though. Like you will look at somebody do a post, especially on Twitter, and then it'd be like eight people comment, and then they've commented four times on the same post. Mm-hmm. So what is that? Just like you on IG Live interacting with the fans, people just want to interact. 
<laughs> but if I respond to your comment, that ain't necessarily consider interacting. To yeah, it me. is. It's responding. It is. And, the, the and usually it's, is defi- it's, it's either I appreciate what you put and I shout you and say thank you. Shout out. Or I like it or whatever. Or I don't like what you said and I throw shade back at you. Or I'm trying to further my point. My point is IG is a a, 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 a video medium, right? Mm-hmm. So for me, if I do a post... That kind of should say everything I want to say. I don't think I should have to follow it up by being in my own comments. Nope. What are your thoughts about that? Everyone's different. It's like a Kevin Durant thing. You know what I mean? Like I used to be like, why is he doing this? What's the point of this? Like, like he's Kevin Durant. You know, at, at, at times it's a top five basketball player in the world. Easy. No one's going to argue with that. Top two or three. Yeah, no one's going to argue with that. Nope. You're Kevin Durant. You don't need to go on to social media and respond to strangers to justify yourself. Nope. Like, why do you need this acknowledgement? That's what that seems like, like to but, me. But then, but then the more I think about it, it's like, you know what? He got a voice. Yeah, he exactly. got fingers. People are saying things about him, and he doesn't like it, so he responds. Yep. I purposely joined Twitter initially and told myself I was going to treat it like inviting somebody to my crib. Somebody do or say something I don't like, I'm a block. Mm-hmm. But I just wanted to get a reputation, really. You so I was like, Kimbe. I'm the you Bills the Russell. Yeah, I want to give it. Yeah, I want to be. I ain't having it. Not in my house. Like, like Cujo, wipe your feet on the rug. You know what I mean? But now nah, I don't even care. Hey, whatever. And I see people that I have blocked previously, and some of them felt like they deserved it. Be like, why? Well, I, well, I didn't do anything to Jalen. Yeah. Why did he block me? I've unblocked. I've unblocked everybody I could the last two years. I haven't. I haven't. For you. I haven't responded negatively or blocked somebody in a couple of years. Very mature of you. So we put up a post yesterday on Twitter about your Hall of Fame candidacy. You made a pretty good case, and I left out a couple of things that I realized I gave to the game. I think I'm going to write a strongly worded email. Do you think it's just Adam at NBA? Probably. Probably. Right? Adam at NBA. Well, all we got to do is ask. Uh, uh, Michael Porter Jr., look at his post. Yeah, that's right. That's right. He well, gave us his info. I got his cell. We called him on the show, remember? We called him on the show. He didn't pick up. And I forgot about a couple of things that blood, sweat, and tears I gave the, to the game. A name for the lexicon. Jimmy, uh, Jeannie Rose gets 1,000% of the credit. But then I had to. I love Jeannie Rose so much. Popularize it. She loves you more than I me. I love Jeannie Rose so much. Yo, somebody t- tell me am I tripping? Do your mother or father like your friend more than you? Yeah, she's tired of you. It's crazy. She's tired of you. Like she hates she all of my takes. I've only had a deal she with like you for eight years. Yeah, she like Jacoby. You gotta listen to Jacoby. He always knows. I'm like deal with you for forty six years. I couldn't believe I was sitting in the kitchen having an argument with my mother about you. I was tired of listening to you after like two years of doing this show. <laughs> and she's been listening to you for forty plus. No thank you. No thank you. Somebody said I need a statue in the studio. I need one in Detroit. Jalen, it's who do we a have in the family building? affair. Who do we have in the building? Joe Proctor's in the building <laughs> from my favorite show, Power. Welcome, family. Thank you so much for coming by. It is good to be here, guys. Let me tell you, uh, longtime listener right here. So I like actually being in the place where it all goes. Down. What is it like to be a part of epic shows? Like it's one thing to me to play on a team. You know, I've got a chance to play 13 years in the league, you know, whatever. But it's another thing to play with the Fab Five. Right. I get what you're saying. You've had that a couple of times. So, you know what's interesting? Because we were talking about the Power premiere. Power actually should be watched in an environment like that. It played like a sporting event. People came on screen. People were cheering. Oh, All yeah, the guys yeah. came on. They were getting booze. Like it was going to be in the MSG theater. Like, I, was <laughs> I was like, like yo, small we was like, this is like a college like, basketball yeah, game. Yeah, More people was here than the Knicks game at the end of last oh, year. Sure. I got nerve when they dropped that screen down after the concert. The the, the long concert was over. I was I, I was just like, how is this going to go now? And sure enough, when they, you know, the minute they played the opening song, which has since been reverted back mm-hmm. to a much by popular demand, uh, I could not. 
believe that the audience was that engaged on a TV show at Madison Square Garden. So it was crazy. But it's, 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 it's characters appeared on screen. Joe Proctor not getting a lot of love from the MSG fans. I, no, I got so I got a little. That's his home court. That's his home court. That is. That is. Got billboards in Manhattan for the show. It's um. You know, when I came on, I came on season two. I was a fan of the show in season one, so it was the, one of the rare times where it's like, wow, I get to work on something. I actually, I'm like, I'm, I, I already watched this show, and it got a lot of love and respect. But the way it is built from season two to now is just like a snowball going down the hill, getting bigger and bigger. And then with the help of my man Fifty, the uh, expert PR, yeah, uh, head of PR, no he refers to himself. Jalen likes to call himself a marketing genius, but Fifty's a real marketing number one. Genius. I follow him. Yeah, he's real he's marketing genius. Number one. He to make it like a, a sports analogy, he's like a basketball player that has added something every year. He came out in the hip hop game. It's mm. like okay, natural raw ability. Next year he's acting. He added that. Next year it's brand like vitamin water, all those things we heard. And then by the end, he directed last week's episode, so he's always adding and a tool. Remember his first song, or my first song I heard from him, How to Rob. Rob. He basically just used everyone else's name to get a little, like, yes. to get it going. Yes. You know? He's smart. Yeah. And now he has one of the most successful loan sharking businesses in the industry. I, I mean, I... I jokingly say like listen man if there was ever a time you even paid for something for me I don't know <laughs> right. just tell me now I'll, right. I'll give you the money right now Correct. you don't have to wait till Monday do not blow me up on your IG I'll give it to you on Sunday Jerry so for the few people out there that don't watch Power tell us a little bit about Joe Proctor uh, so Joe Proctor is a criminal defense attorney by day he is a single dad by night and uh, he got himself mixed up with uh, with a couple of guys who I mean, he probably shouldn't be mixed up with, although you never know with Proctor, he kind of plays both lines of the fence. I don't think he looks at, you know, Ghost and Tommy as necessarily criminals, because he might even look at some of the, uh, you know, I guess you could say the government legal team Mm -hmm. as criminals as well. I don't think he really separates the two. His goal is always to get his client out of trouble. So now he's in a little bit of trouble himself. As you see, they're putting hands on me now. always in a little bit of trouble. Now they're putting hands on me. You got a lot of people to please, man. You're a terrific dad on the show. Your ex is always getting on your nerves. And obviously you got Tommy and Ghost juggling their issues. Would you hire Proctor to be your lawyer? Oh, I absolutely would. Because you know if he can't get the job done, then you're probably just screwed no matter what. Like, you you did whatever they said you did, and you are caught red-handed. Because uh, I think he's a very talented criminal defense attorney. Um, I, I, seeing that clip, I, I reminds me, every time I read a script, and it's like, Ghost grabs Proctor and throws him up against the wall. Like, oh, man. Because Amari's not a little dude. No, right. no, Strong no. guy. Play like, football like, oh, in college. Man. Proctor's always in trouble. Like, he's always, someone's always mad at him every single scene. No one's like, you know what? Thank you, Joe, for all the hard work you've done for me. I really appreciate no it. No one has said no thank you said that one the time. Entire, the entire five seasons. But your daughter loves you. That's true. Yeah. That's true. But that would be a good, like, because uh, I've been asked over the last couple of weeks of the show coming out, like, where would you see Proctor end up? That's a good, you know what? Just say thank you. Yeah, just someone. Just have someone come up and say, thank you, Joe Proctor, for your services. That might be the greatest way to end the character. Well, one character that was ended on the show, spoiler alert, 50 Cent. Yes. Hanan. Hanan passed away. Yeah. And, you know, 50 Cent obviously has a very active role in this project and its development. What is it like working with 50 Cent? I mean, he's just, I don't know when the guy sleeps because, you know, you see him on his IG always mm-hmm. doing something and then he really is a, he was acting on the show. He was an onset producer and this past episode that just aired this Sunday, he directed, which, Crazy. oh wow. I mean, director's the first guy or girl in and last to leave. So, uh, he's just constantly adding something new to the tool chest every, every year. Um, he's, he's just the best. I mean, it really. This is. I, I've actually had a few encounters with him. He did a cameo on Entourage years ago, right? And then I did a movie called uh, Las Vegas a couple of years ago. He did a cameo in that. So I feel like we were always on this collision course to uh, work together on a larger scale. But again, I want to go back to this. You've been a part of like when we look back at this generation, they're gonna be like epic shows, and I don't care what list you want to go with. The shows that you've been on are going to be top five, top ten at worst. So one of the uh, one of my fellow co-stars from Entourage, Kevin Connolly, because he's another big sports guy. We we off we try to equate it all to sports. I don't know what it is, but actors mm-hmm. want to be athletes. Yep. Athlete, like so, 
Do those count as like rings? Is Definitely. Like, like the entourage Multiple. run is like yeah. a ring. More, more than yeah. one. Do I have two rings? Thank you. More yes. than one. Yeah. I have two rings? Yeah, you got yes. two rings. Are you serious? Yes. That's what I'm trying oh, to tell 100%. you. You got hit by lightning twice. When yes. you say it like that, yes. you got right yes. right Those are super teams oh, you played yeah. on. Oh, yeah. When you say it like that, I could re- get that's emotional. Why, that's Yo. what I'm trying to tell you. You got like, clap, like sometimes when you live it. It's like, I'm going to do my job. I'm going to work hard. Thank you guys for the love. We appreciate the success. On to the next. You've been on super teams. See, because I, I would go ring chasing if I had to. I would try to like, jump on Marvelous Mrs. Maisel or something. Can you get me like Cameo and Dalton Abbey. Work on your English accent. Two episodes of Handmaid's Tale. I'm trying to get a ring. So if I have two rings, I got to re- I gotta go home and reapproach my career, essentially. Oh, yeah. Well, you, we talk about athletes wanting to be actors, but... You want our job. I've seen you out in the ESPN LA, you know what I mean, doing little little hours and doing the radio studio. Like, you really want to do this, don't you? I mean, sports is just such a big part of my life. It always has been since I was a kid. It really was a thing that kept me out of trouble growing up in Brooklyn. And, you know, while the kids were going to do other things, I would go to the park, play hoops, play football, whatever. So uh, I always just look at it like I'm, I'm talking about it nonstop. Even if I'm not coming in here hanging with you guys, like, I have – Multiple text chains, everything go. I'm just always talking about. Yeah, he ain't about phony with it. He's sports. real with it. I mean, it, it just it means a lot to me, and um, that's why anytime I get the chance to come in here and just hang and be a fly on the wall, I just I just respect what you guys do because it's not easy, but it certainly looks like it's fun. So uh, oh, it's actually kind of easy. <laughs> it's, it's actually kind of easy. That's really yeah, easy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and as I've told you multiple times, you have an open invite. We're in New York City now. When we talked about it before, we were shooting in L.A., but right. now we're here in your backyard. Open invite. You brought up a word that's been used a lot on this show this past week. Brooklyn! Yes. My guy Mano was just on. I heard. I listened. I listened. He, he's so Brooklyn. The movement is crazy. I pitched him an idea that I want to pitch to you. Okay. Biggie need a statue in front of Barclays. Oh, see, what are your I, I, I heard that. I listened to the pod yesterday. I heard that. When I heard that, you know what I said? That might make me want to pull for the Nets a little Whoa, harder because because it also Trump's brought team. up it brought up a whole other thing. Like I'm a I'm a diehard Knicks fan, right? So, but I love Brooklyn. But I can't have 30 at the time. What Nets have been around how long? So 32 years of Knicks love, and then all of a sudden sidestep and say, "Oh no, Brooklyn Nets! I gotta go after for the, a year and a half." Yeah. I can't do that, but. If you start doing stuff like that and bring out my Brooklyn pride, wow, they'll never overtake the Knicks. Wow. Nothing, because this I'm on that shit. No, no, no. I am, I am ride or die with the Knicks no, for life. Is. Because he whenever they get it right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be the first person leading that charge. I earned it. But that be would like just make Billy me, Crystal. That would really pull me in and be like, ah, you know, let's go, let's go see the statue. Let's go, let's go take a picture. I mean, go to the game tonight. That would pull me in. For We're sure. gonna start a petition. I'm in. We're going to get okay. a Biggie statue. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. into existence. In the next 12 months, we're going to force them I'll put it to there. do one. I'll just put it there. Because you mentioned the Captain America thing, too. I saw, when I saw that, I remember going, wait, Captain America's from Brooklyn? <laughs> <laughs> and I had to Google it. I'm like, oh, yeah, he's the yes, first comic. Yes, he is. I just never. Yeah. Chris Evans is clearly from Boston. <laughs> who plays Captain America. But uh, that would pull me in, Jalen. Okay, cool. We're doing it. It's time to get people to do I use Hotel Tonight all the time. Whether I'm on the road, traveling, or whether me and my wife want to get away from the kids and just have a little staycation. The Hotel Tonight app, you open it up, and instead of just giving you a huge long list of all the hotel options, what they do is they partner with the best hotels and those hotels have unsold inventory, empty rooms. Hotels don't want empty rooms. So you know what they do? With their partnership with Hotel Tonight, they offer up the best hotels at big discounts and incredible values. You can book in advance. I know it's called Hotel Tonight, but you can also book months in advance. It is the best app for getting a hotel. They filter down the very best hotels. They tell you what the atmosphere is like what the hotel is like, whether it's a small boutique hotel with good design or whether it's a large resort, they break it all down for you right there in the app. It is the best way, the best way to book hotels. Me and my wife use it when we want a staycation, get a babysitter to take care of the kids, and then me and my wife get away, watch a movie, order some room service. Hotel Tonight is the best way to book hotels. I use it all the time. Make sure you do too. 
Download the Hotel Tonight app to your phone. So, I mean, I, I know that being an entourage and being a power have dramatically changed your life, but I imagine nothing has changed your life more than the birth of your son, Jacob. Congratulations. Tell us what it's like being a brand new dad. It is it is it's definitely the most amazing thing I've I've ever been a part of in my life. Um, also, and I say this with all due respect in a good way, definitely one of the most challenging. Like everything, I talked to a lot of parents going in, like, what can I expect? And they they all kind of gave me some things, but I just didn't know the sleep deprivation was oh, this. Yeah. Oh, was yeah. this real? Like I am. Yeah. I know. Like I. I I'm. I got up two thirty this morning. Like by one o'clock, I'm not gonna be able to speak. <laughs> I've got. I've got three children, and I just want to give you a little look of uh, what you have in front of you. Oh, you know boy. what I mean? Because Jacob's really young. The old, the old family has stripes. Bus surfing. Daddy, I'm balancing the ice on my head. Margot, Chloe. Yep, yeah, the twins. Dance. Little dance recital. But it's, you! This, is, this is the good stuff. I'll so, see you, nephew. Like, they yell at me all the time. This one's, this is what you're really gonna get. You get attacked. <laughs> <laughs> he's coming after oh, me. He's coming, yeah, like, he's, like he's, he's, he's coming after me. He's gonna put me. the hands on yes, you like yeah, they do. Yeah, 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 like right. ghosts, exactly. Exactly. That's just a little taste of what you have in front of you, man. But congratulations on being a new dad. At what point? Can you stop running a zone defense? Like how many kids? Because right now we're running the zone. Like, all right, I'm going to take this part of the house and I'll yep. do the feet. What point is it just second kid? You're in a full man-to-man defense. Like you got him. I got her. No, it's it's just chaos. It's just survival. <laughs> there's no strategy. There's no coaching. There's no plan. There's no playbook. It's just just keep him alive. Just keep him alive. That's what we're doing. <sighs> okay, I can handle that. But it's, it's the best. I uh... So, you know, I think there's someone new in your life, not just Jacob. Danny Dimes. You gave him a nickname and everything. Danny Dimes. If you're you're running the Giants, if you're running the Giants, Uh at what point do you turn to Danny Dimes and just just say, here's the keys, take the car? (sighs) I'm going to go... I'm going to go after like six games, and here's why. Because I do think that he can still grow, although not play in six games, keep him upright, first of all. And, uh, you know, I, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I was hyped on that first touchdown drive by Eli. Oh, yeah. Eli's Seven back. <laughs> but then when they decide, like Saquon Barkley. Has 11 nine, touches. What, what in is the happening? world? Is Out of the backfield. Third and two. Hand off to the up back. Fourth and one, we're going to roll Eli out to the right. Like it, it felt like a tank. Like It felt like we're trying to not. <laughs> yes, Let's run the yes. two plays that will not let us score. But I think six games, unless for some crazy reason, I mean, I don't anticipate us being four and two, but I would say six games and then you start incorporating Danny Dimes. Not bad, Danny Jacoby. Dimes. Not bad. Danny Dimes. We play fantasy football, but I love it. Yes. So much so the last six or seven years, I've been in a league that costs Ten thousand dollars to enter. Ten thousand dollars. That's big every action. Year. Are you any? Are you in any expensive leagues? Um, I, look, I don't. I wouldn't say because when I hear that number, no. <laughs> it's, all, it's all relative. I, I it's mean, all relative. And it does. I, I immediately said to myself, "Would I do that, man? We should yes, maybe talk. I, I think I might. I think I might. Uh, I don't even know how you pay. Like, I wouldn't even know how to before give someone draft duffel bag. Yeah. <laughs> Here you go. Did you report that to the IRS before you draft? So I took Saquon number one overall. That's a good pick, but it was against my better judgment because I saw the Giants play out in Week One like I thought. Give him the ball 11 times, 120 yards, great. Mm-hmm. But now you get behind, you score 14 or less, and you're not feeding him like McCaffrey or Kamara's going to get. Right. So do you think I should regret that, or do you think his productivity is going to pick up and he can see pay dirt a lot more often? I still think at the, but by the time you get to the end, I, it's weird. I think his numbers are going to be there, but you might be victim of like, wow, he got 900 yards in – three games like he might have three monster games which will get three wins for you i don't know if it's gonna average out to be the way you want but uh i don't know man you got saquon barkley you could score a touchdown on any play he's a terrific but i just feel like they're gonna be down 28 points in most of the games they play this year you know they're not gonna be handing it off to saquon but he great in the passing game that was my frustration (laughs) by watching him (laughs) they use him as the second receiver yeah yeah mccaffrey they use him as the first receiver, that's how they should everything. He's correct. like the first option of every yes. single play. They should be using him more, man. So very quickly, Jerry, I know you can't spoil the power season and what we have coming up, but what can we look forward to for the rest of the season? Mm. 
Well, would you even want to know? Like, if I really had like a bit, like you know what? I'm gonna go out in flames. I'm gonna I'm gonna say something that no one's heard. Would you even really want to know? <laughs> no, no, right? no. Okay, I really wouldn't want to know. That's what I'm. Uh, I don't How often do know. people ask you though? Like when you're on the train, all or whatever. the time. Do you die? Who lives? <laughs> what happens in the air? Oh, you're dead. And that's what I say. I'm like, do you want to know it's just how you're gonna die? Because you're gonna die. I just don't understand. I never want anything spoiled. Even like with people don't understand how I I record games and I just shut my phone off because I'm like, oh, I can't watch this game till mm-hmm. then. I don't. I don't like. I hate spoilers. What I will say is, we did know going into this that it was the final season. For this version of Power, there are spinoffs. So there definitely was a great weight felt by everyone in the cast, all the writers, producers. Like, we, we always try our best, but when you know it's the, like, we're ending this, mm-hmm. it's only because the fans love this show so much. You really have to say, we got to give them everything we got. And it so, deserves uh, it. Like, you see what the uh, certain, uh, Franchise, you see, blackish and yep. grownish. Now it's mixedish. You, you owe guys, it to the fans. Yeah, you guys deserve that as well. Um, you could expect the unexpected. That's for sure. Always. And you could always say always that with, with that show. I would say you could go even further with that. Okay. Expect the okay. unexpected. Um, and you just never know when the unexpected will happen. And uh, I, I mean, we we went we went out. We just went out as hard as we, in true power fashion, as Good we Good tease, Jerry. Thank you I'm so trying. much for coming by. You're welcome to come back anytime. Anytime. Part of the Open family. door policy. Really appreciate you. Patriots wide receiver Antonio Brown has been accused of multiple assaults. According to a civil lawsuit that was filed in the Southern District of Florida, his former trainer, Brittany Taylor, who says she met Brown in college at Central Michigan, is accusing him of three assaults in 2017 and 18. Brown has denied all the allegations. Bill Belichick spoke about this before Patriots practice today. Let's listen to Bill. On Antonio's situation, uh, both Antonio and his uh, representatives have uh, made statements, and so um, I'm not going to be expanding on any of those. Uh, They are what they are. Um, We've looked into the situation. We're taking it very seriously. all the way through the organization. Um, sure, there are questions, but um, I'm not going to be in, entering into a discussion about that today. So, so we're up. Bill, were you aware of the lawsuit when you signed Antonio Brown? I'm not going to be expanding on the statements that have already been given. Don't you think the fans deserve to hear a little more from you on when we know more, we'll say more. That, you know, could impact the team. Yeah, I just said that. When we know more, we'll say more. As Bill Belichick always is, you know, he just sticks to the facts and he doesn't he doesn't give away a lot of his thoughts and feelings. But as you saw in that sound, there's a real question right now of what to do this Sunday. You know, the investigations take a long time. These allegations are very serious. They want to make sure that they fully investigate before anything comes down in terms of punishment from the league or a potential criminal investigation, which hasn't happened yet. Jalen. Do you think that he plays football for the Patriots this Sunday? I don't believe so. As a responsible human being, I try to always make sure I don't convict somebody in a court of public opinion. Mm -hmm. And he deserves the right to pledge his innocence before people assume that he's guilty. But that process to me is what's going to keep him out of uniform this Sunday because now this is a civil case yep, which could become a criminal case, which could also lend to him being on the exempt list of the commissioner. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of unknowns in only a couple of days with a new team, new player, an organization that, is under a magnifying glass now yes. about how they're going to handle this. They're playing the Dolphins. We know they're going to crush them. And so I think everybody errs on the side of caution and just said, let it just breathe a little bit longer until we get more information, more of the facts. See, I think that the league will investigate. And I think that between now and Sunday, they'll find, they'll have some findings. I don't think they'll have a decision and, and they'll put it all to rest by Sunday, but I think they'll have enough information that I don't think he plays this Sunday, and I think there's potential for him to not play for the Patriots ever. Could you see that happening? I could see it happening. 
his alleged victim is likely to meet with the NFL next week. Mm -hmm. So that would mean putting him on the field before you met with her. That would be a public relations nightmare. Yes. To do. So I don't anticipate that happening. And because of the severity of the accusations and some of the evidence that was presented in the civil, the civil filing, I, I, I don't see him playing football. Like this is, this is, this is going to be really interesting to see how this plays out. And we'll see what happens. I'm sure we'll get some more information tomorrow. Yep. Moving on for the first time in 58 international tournament games, team USA lost. They were in the quarterfinals against France, a team that has a number of NBA stars themselves. And it was pretty close throughout. France had to lead at halftime. And in the second half, you'll see the Team USA starts to come back, had a little bit of momentum. You and I were watching this game together. We had our eye on it. Kind of felt like Team USA was going to pull this one out. But as you can see, no matter, there's Barnes hitting a three from the top of the key there. Look, look at the score there. You know, Team USA had a lead. They looked a little comfortable in the fourth quarter. But France pulls away at the end. They ended up winning the contest. By double digits. Jalen, when we, you and I were watching this, what was your biggest takeaway from this game? I had a few takeaways. While Team USA is not littered with perennial all-stars mm. or superstars, they do have two all-stars, Kimball Walker and Middleton from this season. A couple of major injuries in particular up front with Tatum and Kuzma. Yep. Which changes your rotation, Jacoby. You start Turner... He gets foul trouble early. You go to Lopez at the five. He's been struggling from three. Mm-hmm. And Plumley just hasn't been effective. So now Team USA needs to play small. Harrison Barnes played small forward in high school. Yeah. Okay. He's playing center for us with Team USA. Going against Rudy Gobert, who's the defensive player of the year. There were multiple times whether Gobert got a layup or a dunk, or even if he missed it in close, he just grab it back and tip it in. And also, there are other pros that they have that are really effective. Shout to Frank Nilakita of the Knicks, yep. who did a terrific job early of getting into Kimball Walker 94 feet, mm-hmm. disrupting him, making him fall, taking the ball from him, distorted Team USA's offense. And so when you have those couple of pros, Nicholas Batum played good minutes for them Fournier as a single, and then Fournier who goes under the radar because he plays for the Orlando Magic, but they were a playoff team last year. He's constantly a terrific scorer for them, and he's really confident. There were times that Team USA went under screens against him. I don't know why that was happening. Gobert had a couple of big blocks late. But again, I want to give France credit. I don't want to act like Team USA lost. They got beat they did. by a better basketball team today. They sure did. And well, all credit go to them. After the game, some members of Team USA addressed the media. Let's listen to what they had to say. Any loss hurts. Uh, and in this situation, it hurts more, but uh, life goes on. Very proud of this team. You know, from from day one to what we became, you know, we've we've worked hard, you know, throughout this, this whole process. You know, we we wanted to be here. Um, we sacrificed our summer to come here. Um, and it's been, it's been a hell of a ride. You know, I know we lost, you know, it's you know, really tough loss, of course, but, um, yeah, I wouldn't have, you know, traded this, this opportunity and, you know, this, this trip for anything. You know, I had a great time. So Jalen, there's a lot of discussion about this team and superstars just seem to be dropping off, you know, and this was sort of like kind of sent our, B team or a C team over there. Do you think that will change moving forward as we head into Olympic years? I don't think the superstar level players, especially if they've already participated, will continue to do so. Off the top of my head, that seems like LeBron James, Kevin Durant went healthy, Kawhi Leonard. I don't anticipate those guys going. Mm -hmm. Even James Harden or Russell Westbrook, probably not even Steph Curry for that matter. But I do feel like we'll get more players that were in the All-Star game that year. And when it's an Olympic year, the stage is a lot bigger. and People yeah. be more enthusiastic about playing. But here's something that players realized. As much as they love the game, they play professional basketball, which means they're getting paid to do it. And there was once a time where fans cared just as much about international competition as their regular team. Those days are Those, Yeah, it doesn't feel like that's what's happening. The media 
used to make players feel guilty when they didn't participate. That doesn't happen anymore. So, as Kimba said, we sacrificed our summer mm-hmm. to play. I don't know if multiple NBA superstars are going to want to play 11 months of basketball without a current super team in the league, and it seems like championship glory is wide open. Preach. Dak Prescott played pretty well on Sunday against the Giants. He Balling. looked pretty good out there. And, of course, Jerry Jones was asked about paying Prescott, and here's what Jerry had to say. It's pretty obvious uh, we've got a lot of talent on this team, and uh, we don't have enough money to go around. That's the nature of the cap. It'd be a pretty easy process if, if uh, there were just plenty to keep everybody. But that doesn't happen. And if we can keep this team together, we think uh, we do have great players, beginning with Dak. Uh, as as the leader and beginning with Dak as uh, the most substantive position. But, boy, we're going to have to be very judicious. We're going to have to be very calculated. We're going to need the break. We're going to need that cap to go up. But uh, even with all of that, the thing is designed for teams not to keep all the huh. players. He kind of made it sound like we don't have enough money to go around to pay all these different players. How do you think Dak Prescott will react when he hears this? The reaction initially is you had the entire offseason to take care of me. Mm-hmm. And my situation is unique because usually starting quarterbacks in today's game get a chance to start early. Yeah. Look at no further than Kyler Murray as the number one pick. Mm-hmm. So he getting number one pick money. Dak Prescott isn't. No. Odell Beckham's watch is 10%. <laughs> of his salary. Of Dak's salary. It's a good point. It's a good point. All right. So, as a starting quarterback in the offseason, you don't want to pay me? Okay, cool. Now, shake him up, shake him up, shake him. I'm betting on myself now. Mm-hmm. You're going to take care of people on the defense? Congratulations. You're going to take care of Zeke? Congratulations. I ain't counting nobody else's bread. But you just said that I'm the leader at the most important position. Sounds like I should be compensated for that. And so now we're going to go into a football game. I'm not going to. I'm not going to sit out. I'm not going to hold you up. And then I go out and put up the numbers he put up and showed everybody that he a franchise quarterback. Oh, the price just went up. Remember when Jerry came out and said a deal was imminent? Mm-hmm. That was before the game. <laughs> yeah, now so Friday when you on with the agent? Yeah, it sounds like we are getting close. I'm happy about this. Monday voicemail, and that's how this works. Because Zach, if you look around, Dak, if you look around the league, it's more quarterback jobs. Yep. It's going to be more people willing to pay him. And this is what I want to say for everybody that's so fast to count Dak's money. Keep that same energy. When my Detroit Lions pay Matthew Stafford, keep that same energy. When Jimmy Garoppolo gets signed after only seven Mm -hmm. starts to one of the highest deals in the league, Derek Carr did play well in week one, but he also has a $100 million deal. And off the top of my head, I would say all of those people have won how many playoff games? Well, not that many. Exactly. So for Dak, he's now in a position to get paid amongst the elite, and he deserves to have it. Jalen Rose, we need you to take us behind the curtain. Jalen, Kevin Durant had a very revealing interview with the Wall Street Journal. He opened up about a lot of things, but he also opened up about his experience as a warrior. Here's what Kevin Durant told the Wall Street Journal. He said, quote, as time went on, I started to realize I'm just different from the rest of the guys. It's not a bad thing. Just my circumstances and how I came up in the league. And on top of that, the media always looked at it like KD and the Warriors. So it's like nobody could get full acceptance of me there. He went on to say that he wasn't drafted there, so he'll never sort of be regarded as the same as the rest of the Warriors. Take us behind the curtain. Like, what, how did he end up feeling like it was KD and the Warriors, not just the Warriors? You want to hear from the jump, dog? That's just how it works. For anybody that has siblings, there's a difference between you guys' relationship growing up in the same house, then your cousins. Sure. Or your close friends. You're welcome. We family. You invited to the barbecue. Get a plate. But at the end of the day, you got to go home. Yeah. 
And so, as players that got drafted by the Warriors, the Splash Brothers and Draymond Green as their core, mm-hmm. and won a championship before he arrived, that's the reason why he wanted to go play with them. Had a great player in OKC to run with Russell. Yep. Had a town that embraced him that was going to give him a statue. Yep. That he won MVP with. He left that. Why? Because he wanted to eliminate the narrative that he could be a great player and have championships. So this is why you wouldn't join the Warriors. And so now he learns something that I didn't realize as much when I was a player that I'm so happy that as I got older and matured that it became a life skill for me. The score of the game don't necessarily make you happy in life. No. And he won two championships. And he seemed as miserable as ever. Seems like he's just not accepted. Like, I, I we, we won championships. That's the whole point of this whole thing. I won championships, but I'm still not really embraced like the rest of these players are embraced. And I'm glad you brought up Oklahoma City and his relationship with Oklahoma City. Because he spoke about that in this Wall Street Journal piece. And guess what? Some people in Oklahoma City had some things to say about it on social media. And guess what Kevin Durant did? It got socially off. <laughs> Let's just take a look at Kevin Durant on social media in the comments. You know, some people were saying things about him on social media, saying that, you know, he decided to leave OKC and OKC wasn't fake to him. And there he is in the comments once again addressing it. Jalen, I've flipped the way I feel about this. I used to be like, why does he need that affirmation? Why does he need to feel to voice himself? But now... I'm kind of on Kevin Durant's side about this. Why not be in the comments? Why not defend yourself? What's the downside? He's got a voice and he just wants to use it. So I'm not saying this applies to KD, but I always try to parallel what's happening in sports to life skills because clearly there are a lot more people that have to deal with normal scenarios than get a chance to play sports. I learned about myself that I need an outlet for expression Whether things make me happy or upset. Mm -hmm. Now, how I do that is literally based on where I work and how I feel. But I'm going to release it because that allows me to now move on from it. So I understand and I see that he has that trait. That if somebody says something for me, I'm about me, I'm clapping back. He wants to. I'm clapping back. That's how he feels. Each time. And why shouldn't he? I have no problem with him feeling like that. But what I would caution is that's an uphill battle that you will never win. Like Jay said, it's like spitting up to God. All you do is get it in your face. When you reply to that person, if you probably go back and look at that individual's page, probably like, yes! Of course. He responded to me. Of course, but I also I got what I wanted. Do you do you think that him defending himself and replying to these negative comments about himself? creates more negative comments yes. about himself. Yes. That's the concern for it me. It creates the snowball. Yes. It works both ways. If there's a bully at school and he's taking your lunch every day, then he anticipates that happening tomorrow. But all of a sudden you punch him, then not only you send him a message, you send everybody else a message. And so by ignoring it, you can do the exact same function. I'm not saying that he should do that. I'm saying that that's how I've chosen to do it. And it seemed to have worked for me, but I'm no superstar athlete like Kevin Durant. Nope. Jalen Rose, it is now time for soft move or boss move. Odell Beckham Jr. is back in the news, but it's not because of something he did on the football field catching footballs. It is because something he wore on the football field, a very expensive Richard Mill watch, somewhere between $100,000, $200,000 watch he was wearing on the field. And the league said you can't do that. So you can't wear the watch. And Odell Beckham said, you know what? I'm going to wear the watch. Wearing a watch while playing football, soft move or boss move. Soft move. What emotion is normally negatively attached to the wide receiver position? Diva. It's not an emotion, but it's the term that is most used with the wide receiver position. Are we talking about Antonio Brown because of what he did in the preseason or week one? No, no, we're not. 
Are we talking about Odell Beckham because what the Browns did or he personally did in week one? No, we're not. We're talking about him wearing a watch. Yes, we're talking about him the wearing a watch. The league says that he can't wear the watch moving forward. Mm-hmm. The team says that they would not like him wearing the watch moving forward. And his answer was, I'm going to wear the watch anyway. They're singling me out. I'm going to wear it anyway. Mm-hmm. They're not singling you out. You don't want that watch to be the reason that somebody gets injured. It's a rule. Even if it won't cause somebody to get injured, don't create another sideshow or a distraction. That's what this can become. And it seems like it is becoming for no apparent reason other than the fact he's trying to get a sponsorship that the NFL won't get a cut of. Jalen, I know you love lobster. Okay, but Team USA, before losing to France, was out in China, and uh, they wanted some lobster, but they're at the restaurant, and the lobster is no. live and moving. No. Jalen Rose, would you eat that lobster, being scared of something you're about to eat, soft move or boss move? So, I don't... It looked like they're at a sushi spot. It, I don't think it's sushi, because they're in China. Okay. I love lobster... As much as I love breathing. I know. You love lobster. You will order lobster any type but of lobster. But let me tell you something. I don't know if fear is the right word, but let me tell you something that I'm clearly going to avoid. Any food that's living. <laughs> any. I don't care if it's fish. I don't care if it's chicken. If it's moving, I'm good. Okay. I'm good. Okay. Would you? Well, I don't know if they're going to prepare it. Like, are they just showing me the lobster and they're going to take it back in the kitchen and then cook it? Because I don't really need to know that. I don't like to think that something I'm eating was once a living being. I understand. I eat lots of meat. I am not a vegan. But I just don't like, I don't like, I just don't like the idea of it. I don't want anything alive on my plate. Okay. Jalen. Six Flags. No, Six Flags. I've been there multiple times. They're doing a promotion around uh, Halloween. Called the 30 hour couples coffin challenge. They're asking couples, not necessarily romantic couples, you can be siblings and other things, to spend 30 hours in a coffin. They have certain breaks for meals and bathrooms and things like that. Here's the kicker <laughs> so Would you and Molly do the 30 hour couples coffin challenge, spending 30 hours in a coffin, soft move or boss move? Initially, when you said, 30 hours couple. You're in. <laughs> I was thinking, baby. <laughs> you know, that's the first thing that came to mind. And then I was like, coughing? No, we out. See, you know, I don't, out. you know I don't like to do too much preparation or research for the program, but I actually read the article on this one. We out. If you make it through 30 hours, the couples that make it through split $600. I need more bread. Need more money. I, I need a six, split six hundred dollars. No. So no. if six no. of you make that it through thirty money. hours, you that get a hundred dollars. No, that ain't no. Good. That ain't it. I have certain superstitions, like not sitting in the wheelchair, not laying in coffins when I'm alive, like things like that that I'm going to stand by. You talked to Paul Pierce about the wheelchair. I like what you, you did. To Paul there. About the wheelchair. I like what you did. <laughs> don't get mad at me, Paul. He he don't, don't care. get mad at me, Paul. He rich man. He <laughs> Jalen Rose, you are focused on fantasy football. I'm focused, man. You are focused on fantasy football. So we want to give some of the tidbits of your research, of your passion. New segment, Jalen's Fantasy Advice. Just a fantasy. Jalen. Image in a Seems like we've been talking about Odell Beckham Jr.'s watch more than we talk about his performance (laughs) on the football field. What do you think about his fantasy value right now? His fantasy value is tied to two things. What's up? He's a wide receiver. Yes. And the league does not want him to wear a watch that he claims that he's going to wear anyway, which could hamper him from actually performing. Oh, he's going to play. Once he takes the watch off. The second thing you got to watch is his quarterback right there is getting sacked. Getting sacked a lot. And he threw three interceptions in the fourth quarter. To the other team. So while Odell is still... An amazing talent. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't definitely give up on him yet, but I will be paying close attention to any distractions that may continue to affect his value. Seven receptions and 71 yards. Do you expect him to outperform that? You know that that from value from week one, or do you think he's going to go take a step back? Yes, the Giants. uh, I'm sorry, the Jets 
um, have an injury on defense, which I think is not going to let them be as strong. Mm-hmm. But they're a lot more stout than people realize. Mm-hmm. Odell returning to the tri-state area to play football. He's going to be excited. He will go over seven receptions. He will definitely go over 71 yards. I think so, too. He touchdown. will score his first will touchdown, score touchdown. And he's going to do a dance that's going to also get him a penalty. It's the, do you know what it is? It's Monday Night Football. Players always show up. From, you know, the big stars always show up on Monday Night Football. I expect Odell Beckham to get a touchdown as well. Jalen, I own this next guy in one of my fantasy leagues. Uh-oh. And he did not perform that well. What do you think about James Conner? What's your advice for James Conner. So what ends up happening is we talk so much about whether Juju's a number one or a number two, mm-hmm. and now AB, now that AB's gone, Le'Veon Bell is gone, and James Conner played really well last year. He did. But the defense was ready this time. Yeah, they were. So is this just stout preparation and great Patriots defense that is going to be a, a, a blip, not a trend? I have to say yes. He goes over the 10 carries. He goes over 100 yards in week two. James Conner, I still have a lot of faith in him. I'm starting to lose my faith in James Conner. <laughs> well, I'm 21 to, yards? I'm going to have to try to get you to trade him then. 21 yards? In our J&J league. 21 yards and 10 carries? Hey, man. Two yards a carry? Hey, man, he the number one guy full season now. I mean, we know Le'Veon ain't coming back. Jalen. The next person that we need your fancy advice about is Sammy Watkins. If you ha- owned and played Sammy Watkins last week, you won your game. Mm-hmm. Like you, won- he'll, he'll bring you that W. Do you think that he could continue on this hot start he had in week so one? So Sammy Watkins is a tricky prospect in fantasy because he has all of the physical tools. He's tall. He's strong. Mm-hmm. He has breakaway speed. I've taken him on multiple fantasy teams. Had a chance to do it a couple of times this year. I did not do it because he finds ways to also, unfortunately, stay injured. He does. So if he's on your team, you should be enthusiastic. But if he's not on your team, don't reach and all of a sudden try to trade for him. Because even though Tyreek Hill got injured and he's maybe featured even in the next game, if not in the near future. It'll be hard for me to see a Sammy Watkins that plays football for 10 straight healthy weeks, That's let alone 16 in a, in a season that has a bye week. So Lamar Jackson, all right, there's a lot of questions about him. That's my guy right He finished right up there. the season really well last year, had a huge week one. What's your advice to fantasy owners when it comes to – Having Lamar Jackson on your team or playing against Lamar Jackson. The opposite of what I said about Sammy Watkins. Oh, what's that? Trade for him. Trade for him. Because I knew he was going to get the rush yards anyway. No surprise to see their team getting constant run game. Ingram a couple of touchdowns. Mm -hmm. The rookie Hollywood's catching flies going deep. Lamar, five touchdowns. Now, he was playing against Miami. Yes. That They're has, the worst that team to do in with football. That's something to do with it. Their roster allegedly does not want to be there. They should have saw this coming. But I would buy all Lamar stock if I could in fantasy. And look who they're playing this weekend. The Cardinals. Mm. The Cardinals are so bad, they tied the Lions. Oh. That's how bad the Cardinals are. How do you figure they that the Cardinals the Lions. are going to be bad this year? The Lions are going to finish last in their division. They really are. They think. were celebrating that tie. <laughs> they, they, they were. They're like, we tied. We didn't lose. The locker room. Matt Patricia's doing a dance, addressing the team in the locker room after the game. You've seen, you you seen our rookie TJ out of Iowa balling on them boys over 100 yards. You saw Amendola. But the thing, I saw an 18-point lead disappear. That's because... We didn't feature carry-on. When you get that lead, Matt Patricia, you got to turn it around and give it to our guy from Auburn and let him chew the clock. That didn't happen. We'll see if my hometown team responds. Jalen, it's time. Sometimes there are images in the world that really need detailed, detailed analysis. So you and I need to go to the table. 
You know they have a saying, keep Austin weird, right? Austin, you and I have been to Austin together before. You know, there's, there's, it's a funky town. Home of Ray Jackson, my brother. Shout out. We happened to see Ray Jackson when we were down there. Well, they say keep Austin weird, and this guy's doing his part. Because this man is just, he's got a chicken, I think he's got a chicken on a leash there. Sort of seems like he's just laying down on the sidewalk. <laughs> he's got some fresh shoes. I don't know what brand those are, but I like the look. Jalen, what do you think about a pet chicken? I'm not rolling. No? I don't want any pet that I also eat. That's that's kind of where I was going with that, too. Is that edible pets just doesn't seem right. No way, shape, or form. Right. I don't I, I wouldn't feel right. It just it just feels like I would at some point you might right. look at that chicken and be like, Steve. Yeah. So <laughs> dog, cat, more traditional. Fish understood. Mm-hmm. Chicken, ox, going too far. Yeah, no chicken. Going too far. No chicken. No. No, no going too far. No, and also on a leash. No. 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 But shout out to him though. He seemed like he was enjoying himself. I wonder where he enjoying got himself. It Farm. Probably not even his. He probably just grabbed it. That's what I believe. He Have was you looking ever, for attention? Could you pick up a chicken? No. I do not want to pick up anything that's alive. You could never pick up a chicken. Except a dog or a cat or something like that. Okay. I'm no, I'm good. What up, dope peeps? I appreciate you guys joining us on this hump day. IG Live is in full effect. And we're changing the game today at South Seaport with the worldwide leader. We're doing something that hasn't been done. You're getting a podcast live, not recorded, not taped, not edited. But also, you get the IG Live flavor where I get to actually interact. Yeah, T, why we putting it on wax? Never too much kicks. What up, though? So, what topic do I want to cook on right now? Let's talk about Team USA a little bit. Oh, you know what? Hold, hold on, my phone ring. I got call. It's Jada Kiss. I know. Team USA Law. <laughs> he in a stu- You about to do the remix to why? Why Team USA keep getting blown out? But in all honesty, four Celtics on the team. That's actually going to help their chemistry going forward. That's the main thing I take away from this year's squad. Four of the 12 people will be on the same basketball team next year. Tatum, Brown, Smart, and Kemba. All new dynamics. Remember, first Smart was a lockdown defender that went into the lottery. Improved his jump shot, got a big-time deal with the team. Kemba Walker signed in the offseason. Big-time free agent. Was in Charlotte last year. Removed Kyrie Irving from the situation. Entirely up front. Now we want to see if Jason Tatum going to take the leap that you and I expect. Jalen Brown, more minutes up front. Expect him to take a big time leap. And the person that's been an all star that plays on a perimeter with the Celtics, Gordon Hayward, is going to be the second year off of off of a catastrophic injury. I think the Celtics have the best collection of perimeter players in the Eastern Conference. Those five players are going to wreak havoc on the rest of the conference. Off the top of the dome, if I had to say regular season, who's going to have the best record in the East? Milwaukee. I think they're going to play for the marathon. They have the Greek freak to ran an MVP. Middleton, returning all-star. Resign Lopez. Sign a new Lopez. Sign a new Lopez. They're gonna miss Brogdon. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna need we're gonna need a lot more from my guy Eric Bledsoe. Next, record wise. I wanna take the Celtics slightly over the Sixers. I just talked Mm-mm. about the dynamic. Nope. Mm-mm. Sixers are gonna have a better record. Sixers are gonna have a better just record. Just thought about because the Sixers, it's the Al Horford of Horford, yep. Yeah. 
He tips the scales to me. And now the Sixers, to me, have the second best record. I need to see some Celtics. I need the Celtics to get what a big. What up, though? Celtics need a big. Celtics need a big. They do. I got one for them. They need a front court. I got one for them. Who's that? Celtics, I got a big for you. Who's that? Steven Adams. I love Steven Adams. You know I love Steven Go Adams. Go grab him. You see that it's a, it's a, gonna cause- a sale happening in OKC. He's got a big Fire number. Sale. He's got a big number attached to him. You gotta, pay, you gotta pay guys that can produce. You know, like Baines is gonna play some good minutes. I love Bow Bow. Now Bow Bow's at the Nuggets. Mm-hmm. Now, now, the Celtics took a big that I like that people sleep on. Who did the Celtics take that people sleep on and win the second round? Big guy. It wasn't Bow Bow. Bow Bow got played for Denver. Well, they have, um, I remember them playing somebody. I was watching somebody for them in Summer League. He was balling. Oh, uh, the big kid from uh, Florida. Taco, Taco Fall. Fall. <laughs> Taco Fall. He's a project. He's going to play some good minutes, but I think th- they need somebody that's a legitimate starter. So Philadelphia's second best record. Get to know, get to know a name. Josh Richardson. Mm-hmm. People be like, who's that? Lockdown D. Great athlete. Threes. Don't be dunking on people. Shoots over 40%. Picking up 94 feet. Mm-hmm. Joel Embiid going to be in the top 10 in points. And Horford. Rebounds and blocks. And I saw, I saw a Bigfoot sighting. Ben Simmons shooting a jumper. Did he make it? And he made it. For him. I said when Ben Simmons got drafted, he was shooting with the wrong hand. And for those that do this job, you'll realize when you speak, people listen. They hear be an agent, manager, family member, teammate, mm-hmm. the individual. And when you say something negative, sometimes guys get in their feelings and want to reach out. A little sensey. But when you say something, has somebody ever reached out to you and was like, hey, Jacoby, thank you for the compliment you gave me. Never. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Never, ever. I don't expect it, though, to be honest with you. But if somebody ever gave you the silent treatment or the shade or blocked you, well, you or, gotta you gotta deal with more more people than I do. You know what I mean? I'm at the house. Like you're out and about. You're a former NBA player. You're big and tall. You got people in common. Like people hit you up about stuff. No one hits me up about stuff. Oh, good point. Uh, keys, open doors. I'm surprised we didn't talk about this on our show. California changing the game. They're passing that law that allows players. To use their likeness to get money. Your move, NCAA. There's a lot, there's a lot of implications to that. There's a if lot of implications. The governor agrees and signs your move, NCAA. Shout to LeBron, shout to Draymond Green, shout to so many people that rally behind this topic that I've lived and I've been a champion of for 25 years, if not more. And so, uh, yeah, I'm surprised we didn't talk about that on the show, either one of them. But, so I got, uh, and feel free to just tell me whenever, Harlan. And feel free to, if anything you want to cook on, obviously. We all the way live. So, Bucks number one seed, Sixers number two seed, Celtics number three seed, Pacers, Oladipo's back, Ad Brogdon, Turner, Sabonis. They're the fourth seed. Now, this is where the fork in the roll happens. Raptors. I'll say Raptors. Pascal Siakam gonna take that leap. Mm-hmm. I anticipate him to be an all-star. Don't sleep on the Raptors. I'm gonna So I can't necessarily say this on TV, but I can say this on IG Live. Careful. There's a term that we use in the league called a um a bastard position. Like it's just so many types of people that play this spot. The game changing position in the East this year, and feel free to steal this for your shows, your radio shows, your TV shows. Be like, that was a good idea. And just flip one word and act like it's your idea. Is <laughs> gonna be the power forward spot in the East. Off the top of my head, only Greek Freak and Blake Griffin will, will begin this, ste- will begin this season as people that have started and made the all-star team that play power forward in the East. 
Horford? Five. Boston. Mm. So every team that I'm talking about from here on out, and it starts with Indiana especially, from four down, watch that power forward position. If somebody like Julius Randle might pop out there and play oh, like yeah. an all-star. He's going to get the opportunity to. The Knicks and the Nets, those are both two teams I want to mention, along with my Pistons, along with Orlando. Like, all of those teams could hover around 500. 500, maybe sneak into the playoffs. Yeah. I could see the Knicks making the playoffs. I could see the Pistons making the playoffs. I'll tell you why I don't bet on sports. Somebody told me, and this was like a month ago, because, by the way, let me tell you something. Here's the breakout player in the East for sure, if not in the league. My little brother, Karis LeVert. Oh, yeah. He about to be running Remember with before Kyrie. before he got hurt? Before he got hurt, he was balling. I had to get him on the show since we we all Brooklyn this week. He's going to ball this year. Let's get the people what they want. Let's get the people what they want. Appreciate the love. Spurs, too, in the West. Tobias Harris, good call. Tobias Harris going to ball this year also. That's a little bro. Shout out. I want to give a big thanks to Jerry Ferrara, Joe Proctor of Power for coming through. We'll be back tomorrow. Why is that, Karis? Done. We're not done. We're not done. They're my little guys. I love them. What it do, baby? Yeah.